Hello, this is Alex Granados, Senior Reporter for Education NC, and you're listening to Ed Talk. Today I'm talking with Liz Newland. She is the president of the North Carolina School Nurse Association. Liz, thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me on. Um, so I guess for those who don't know, I'll start by asking you, what is the, the School Nurse Association? What do you all do? The School Nurse Association of North Carolina has been in existence about 15 years, and our purpose is to support um, the school nurses in the state, either through educational endeavors, uh, legislative actions, um, positive procedures, um, and we're part of the National School Nurse Association as well. And in addition to being the president of the association, you are also, obviously, a school nurse. In North Carolina, yes, I am. Um, and I'm sure, you know, like many people, I have memories of school nurses, but just a really vague idea of what they did. So can you tell us a little bit about what school nurses do? I think, um, in general, people think we hand out Band-Aids and pills. <laughs> I think that's the general idea. But uh, school nursing has come a long way from that period. Uh, the complexity of children's illnesses and issues in school has made us move past that, way past that. And it's also moved past that because of the limited number of school nurses. We actually have to delegate band-aids and medicines to non-medical people through uh, an intensive training program so that we can take care of the more intensive kids that we have. About 17% of children in North Carolina have some type of chronic illness. Uh, and in addition to that, of course, you've got the acute issues in the school day, like falling off the monkey bars and breaking your arm. Mm -hmm. um, so we're dealing with the chronic illnesses and the acute injury type things um, while someone else is giving out the meds. Um, and that depends on counties, too. Some counties actually do have a nurse in every school, like Orange County and Charlotte-Mecklenburg County. Um, and their duties are a little different because they're there every day. But since I'm not there every day, I have to delegate duties. And so, um, as you mentioned, there are some counties that have a nurse in every school. But generally speaking, how does it work in North Carolina? How many schools is a nurse supposed to cover? Well... It's, it varies from county to county. So um, there's some counties that nurse may have five schools and some counties the nurse may have one school. Mm -hmm. So um, that breakdown is dependent a lot on funding sources. And in North Carolina, those funding streams are varied. Um, some school nurses are supported through the state school nurse funding initiative, which was started uh, in about 06 and is state funding money that is based on a, um, a formula that I'll go over if you want me to. But um, then some money is funded by county funds mm -hmm. uh, through either health departments, hospitals, or school districts. And then there is some grant funding too. So it, it, it just depends on each county how nurses function. And is there enough funding? Should there be a, a nurse in every school? Well, I think what we're going to, um, years ago we used to say a nurse in every school, and what we say now is more of an acuity model of looking at how nurses should be stationed. For example, if you have a high school with 3,000 students, you probably, or you may need more than one nurse. Mm -hmm. So when you look at acuity model staffing, you're looking at factors like how many medical conditions are in the school. You're also looking at socioeconomic issues like free and reduced lunch, because we know that those children that may be in poverty may not have health insurance, or the school nurse may be their only health provider in the day or in the year. So um, uh, we don't really say a nurse in any school anymore. We say based on an acuity model, and that's kind of where we're going with it. And some counties have already operated in that model, and some are going to that. Okay. 
And so how long have you uh, been a school nurse? I've been a school nurse about 15 years. I've been a nurse 42 years. Okay. And so in, in your time as a school nurse and also based on what you've heard from other school nurses, how has the job changed over time? Uh, I think it changed from, again, that Band-Aid pill nurse who, you know, white brows and comforted children. Because if you think about 15 or 20 years ago, you just didn't see the number of chronically ill children, um, particularly uh, the really um, medically fragile children. There are children in schools now that get tube fed, that have to have uh, all kinds of medical procedures done. And again, depending on those procedures, depends on whether they might have a one-on-one -on -one nurse with them or that might be delegated. So that depends uh, a lot on the condition of the child and the situation in the school. So because of that, you just can't do what used to be done as a school nurse. We have to um, really look at more of a uh, complex um, medically fragile children and complex um, medical conditions to how we staff and how we take care of kids. And what do you think changed? Lots more allergies, lots more asthma, lots more diabetes. It's just the numbers. If you look at our state annual data report, if you look 10 years ago, the number of diabetics in the school and it's just gone up exponentially um, with the number of EpiPens in school and inhalers in school and children with diabetes. It's just kind of grown and grown and grown. And so as a school nurse, what, is it, what does it look like taking care of these conditions in, in the school? So in the beginning of the school year, there's a lot of education for staff members to take care of, for example, giving an EpiPen to a child or giving an inhaler so that teachers and all the staff know how to do that. And that includes every staff member in the building from the area I, I practice in. Um, throughout the year then, that means going back, making sure they understand what they're doing, answering questions, supporting the teacher. Also, if you look at a daily basis like today, uh, I may be involved with a parent-teacher conference to talk about a very medically fragile child and how the impact of their, uh, their condition might be impacting their education and how to work through that, what we need to do to accommodate the child, what we can do to support the parent. Um, that was not diabetes, but with diabetes, that takes that on a daily basis to make sure we're making the proper accommodations to deal with what they need in the school setting. In North Carolina, we have a diabetes law. We also has a, have an asthma and allergy law that requires schools to do certain things and support those students in um, the appropriate manner. And, and so what about actually dealing with the illnesses themselves? How does that manifest itself in, in your job? So, for example, it may be that the teacher has her education and has her guidelines of how to deal with the child, but something comes up out of the ordinary and they call me and say, here's what's going on, and I go to the teacher's room and talk to them and help deal with the situation. If I'm not in that building, I talk it through on the phone for them. If it's more complex, I might go to that school to deal with it. Uh, are there any situations that you can remember that stand out to you as, as particularly notable ones that you had to deal with? Years ago, I had a child with a very rare complex condition that, um, in fact, as far as I know, I only found one school nurse in the whole country that had the child with that diagnosis. And that was really very complex. It was not only medically complex, it was psychosocially complex and required a lot of attention and support for the child and the school to deal with it. So you don't get that often, a situation that's such a rare situation. Um, 
but well, that was pretty rare. And, and how did you approach it? You, you mentioned you only found one other nurse in the nation who dealt with it, so obviously you went looking to do some research. Right. We, we actually, through our National School Nurse Association, have a talk uh, chat room, and we can ask, do you have any students with this condition? And I happen to have one nurse that responded back that they did, and we could chat about how they dealt with certain situations with that particular illness. So it's helpful to be supportive through that environment. Mm -hmm. And is that common, nurses kind of consulting with each other on situations they have to deal with? We can chat back and forth. Of course, we, you know, the hard part about that is while you might chat with a nurse from Illinois, you still have to follow your North Carolina guidelines and your county rules and regulations. But it's still helpful when you have such rare situations to get some ideas. And so what is the importance of the nurse in modern education? I feel like it's a job that's uh, in the schools not talked about as much. Uh, why is it so valuable? Well, I think um, you're the only health professional in the building, and everybody else in the building's focus is education, which is rightly what they should be. But there's so many medical conditions that impact education. We're there to interpret that. For example, suppose you have a kid with leukemia on chemotherapy. Those medicines have cognitive effects. So helping that teacher understand that not only is there cognitive effects to the drugs, but he may not be sleeping well, or there's a whole realm of what might be happening to this child educationally, and you're the interpreter. That's one example. Another might be, we read a lot about concussions, children with concussions and the cognitive effects and helping provide the accommodations they need so they can recover um, and get back to their normal, but that takes a lot of work with the teachers to help provide those accommodations, both at an elementary level, certainly at a high school level. Hmm. And uh, so you mentioned that you have been a nurse for a long time and a school nurse for about 15 years. How did you come into the field of school nursing? Well, my background is emergency and trauma nursing. So um, after many years of doing that and dealing with death and dying a lot, <laughs> I decided I'd like to take a break from that and deal with happy children. Um, so it, it, most of the time, you're dealing with happy children. Occasionally, you have some very sick children, which are not as quite as happy. But um, I needed that break because I was dealing with too much death and dying. <laughs> and, and so what was that transition like for you? Well, again, I had really did not have a good picture of what school nursing was. I think I had that old-fashioned notion of what it was. And um, being on the hospital side, I don't think you have the knowledge of what's in the school as well. I had a child who was healthy, and so I didn't have those issues, and she really didn't have any friends with diabetes or any severe conditions. So I, I knew a couple of kids with issues, but being in the school and seeing the amount of need medically in the building was very enlightening. And I think I thought that it would be an easier job, <laughs> and it really isn't an easier job, because you're out there by yourself. I mean, in a hospital setting, if you have a question, you go to your cohort and say, you know, what do you think? In the school setting, you can call somebody, but you're really on your own. You've really got to be clinically comfortable with decision making because you're by yourself. And that's a situation that's very different from a, for a school nurse versus the teachers in the school or the administrators or what have you. So that must be uh, at times, a isolating or lonely feeling. Yeah, it's because you you really can't chat about the medical complexity, and we do get together as um, teams to problem solve, so we can talk back and forth and talk about problem solving. If you have a particularly difficult situation, we have supervisors we can talk to, or coworkers around the state that I can talk to. And do you feel like the state pays enough attention to school nurses? Are there enough resources? That kind of thing. 
Uh, currently, right now, the North Carolina Legislature has a study bill that they asked for last year. Um, my understanding, it is complete. Um, but until the chairperson appoints a committee, it can't be read out and it can't be made public. So my understanding of what was asked of that study, which included um, funding streams, um, funding sources, uh, number of nurses, acuity models, uh, we need that information. And so right now we're waiting for that to be made public so we can push forward ourselves as a school nurse association and get parents involved to see what the needs are. I think it's in that study and I'm just waiting to see the results. Mm -hmm. And so you've mentioned that what school nurses do has changed over time. How do you see it changing in the future? I don't see us having less complex kids. I think that gets more and more. Um, so I think that w that will increase. Um, depending on the counties you're in, um, the population is not growing as much as say Charlotte-Mecklenburg, Wake County, um, Guilford County. Uh, some of the counties, the numbers are just growing so much, they're building so many schools, keeping up with enough school nurses. Um, the salary is not the same as a hospital nurse, so there's not the enticement. Um, the enticement um, used to be no weekends, no nights, and you can work your child to hours so that's still an enticement for getting nurses but the salary is significantly less and uh, what do you what do you wish people knew about school nurses that you think they don't um, that as the only health professional with the liaison to the educator to help provide medical accommodations their child needs in the school and for those parents who don't have a child with medical needs it helps them as well because if I provide help provide the accommodations that child in their child's classroom is going to have better care and not be as time consuming for the teacher. Well Liz thank you so much for talking with me. Thank you for having me. I've been talking with Liz Newland. She is the president of the North Carolina School Nurse Association and I'm Alex Granados, senior reporter for Education NC and you've been listening to Ed Talk. Thanks for listening.